You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad, and a new um, volume of the work of the Chieftains has just been released, and it chronicles 60 years of the Chieftains. And it was released in November, and it's just in time for the Christmas market. If you're looking for something to uh, give somebody, which is a piece of Irish heritage, uh, it would make an excellent Christmas gift. And this was done with the approval and support of the Maloney family. The Chieftains and Clatter Records release a complete career retrospective featuring over 60 audio and visual tracks from the world's more celebrated uh, traditional Irish band. And uh, this is in advance of their 60th anniversary next year and the Chieftains uh, will release the, it's came out on the 12th of November and it's on Tladder Records and James Morrissey is here with me and James and I have chatted before and James is at the head there at Tladder Records James thanks a million for coming back and congratulations on getting this out and uh, uh, Paddy passed away on October 12th um, very sad loss indeed Huge loss, uh, and thank you, Austin. Uh, it's great, to t- great to talk to you again. Uh, great to talk to you anytime, and the more excuses we can t- have to talk, all, all the better, indeed. Uh, because we've a lot to discuss. We always and have reminisce, lots of reminiscences. Yeah, and the, 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 the Chiefs' project was was very, very interesting because uh, with. With the death of Garrett Brown, who founded Tladder Records in 1959, and, and then the founding of the Chieftains some years later, Garrett Brown encouraged, uh, along with the poet John Montague, encouraged Paddy Maloney, who was with Kyotis Goldberry, to set up his own group, and that Tladder would, 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 would record him. So Paddy set about uh, setting up the Chieftains, uh, and he really he took Irish music to all corners of the world uh, over a great many years and uh, when we were reviving Clado the first thing we wanted to do was to see if we could do something special with the Chieftains and Paddy was very enthusiastic and he spent the last six months of his life um, uh, working on this album and picking tracks and agreeing design uh, and arranging sleeve notes um, and He'd actually signed off in it for four days before he died, and he died, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> he died very suddenly. Um, and we wanted to then park the project until next year, uh, out of respect. But the Maloney family contacted us and said, look, at this, if this project is ready, it'll go as, as planned. So it's, 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 I think it's, a, I don't say it because of anything to do with Clad, I say it because of the Chieftains. I think it's a wonderful collection because it really captures the chieftains uh, in, 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 all its, in it, all its formats and with different performers within the group. But more importantly, maybe, uh, the people with whom the chieftains recorded, uh, Alison Krauss, Mick Jagger, uh, Sinead O'Connell, Van Morrison, and they're all there. Um, and uh, it really is... It's, it's probably rooted in traditional Irish music, but I, I would call it in many respects world music mm-hmm. because the world is in there. Now, the purists, I would say, may well have been somewhat critical, definitely sceptical of, of Paddy's plan to record with artists who had no expertise in Irish music. 
and that fusion and that blending I think was I think it, it I think it silenced the critics uh, maybe they weren't critics maybe they were maybe they were doubters but you know when you hear Bob Dylan talking about the influence of Irish music on his career particularly the Clancy Brothers uh, uh, when you hear in, in, in New York um, and Appalachian music, John, Johnny Cash, June Carter, the Carter family—all of that. I, I, th I think we have a reservoir. I, and, and, but most importantly, I'm not saying for one second that Irish music is better than any other music, but it has its place, and I think that's the key. Uh, that's the key point. In the same way as Canadian music, has. and also to remind ourselves how music came about as a form of entertainment in homes and people went from home to home listening to music, no television, no radio, mm -hmm. very, f very few books mm -hmm. uh, and, and the, the, the humdrum daily grind was alleviated uh, uh, in many cases by storytelling in homes and music in the homes and sometimes the consumption of an illegal Irish substance would have been part <laughs> of the whole process as well. Uh, so, uh, no, it's a great project, and I must say we're, we're thrilled with it, but I, I, Clada, uh, I don't think that we should be taking any credit for this. It's what the people who founded Clada put in place, and it's what Paddy Maloney founded and put in place, and his colleagues. I, I, I think I'm just, I'm kind of like a carrier. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a delivery taking, taking the, the, the product from A to B, you know, getting it packaged, getting it all of that. But it's been a great project. And James, when you mentioned how the um, chieftains collaborated with so many international artists, they opened the door in that context because if we think in terms of how international artists then were hooked on Irish music, and I'm thinking about the likes of James Last who came yes. to Dublin and performed there in College Green many years ago and did tremendous credit to Irish yes. music. And Andrea Rio uh, and others like that that have uh, taken yes. on board yes. Irish music, embraced it, turned it around, and it would have been the likes of Paddy Maloney and the Chieftains, who effectively would have introduced the, the world to that richness. And what I want to do is connect the dots in a way is because you talk about people who would have been sceptical. And I look now at Sharon Shannon. And Sharon has done much the same in horror genre. She has collaborated with international artists and collaborated on tremendous international styles, which again is what the Chieftains did. That, and I think it would have been yes. Paddy Maloney and the Chieftains made it possible for the likes of Sharon Shannon to feel comfortable doing that. I think that's a very, very interesting observation. And I think it's so true. And I think the encouragement and the level of confidence that people like Sharon Shannon got into their system to say, well, you know what? Paddy Maloney has blazed a trail here by his way of interpreting. We are entitled to interpret. Uh, and indeed, Dolores O'Riordan did it as well. And I, 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 it's funny you should mention James Last because then James Last recorded an album of Irish air. Mm -hmm. And Oliver Barry, who was his, who brought him to Ireland, the impresario, Oliver tried for years and years to try and get James Last to go down to Tralee mm -hmm. for the festival and perform a concert down there. And that, an album was there. Oliver said that it took him 
about five years to get James Last and his orchestra down to Tralee. He eventually did, and he said they, James Last and the orchestra enjoyed it so much, he said he had more difficulty getting them out of Tralee than he ever had getting them into Tralee. I can well believe, I can well <laughs> believe that. And um, also, to, to that end, when we talk in terms of the... Uh, export of Irish music what the chieftains did and again uh, what Sharon Shannon and others are doing is it's importing and I'm thinking in terms of the chieftains uh, included the Polanski brothers from Ottawa Valley up here and the Ottawa Valley style dancing which is Mm. very much the Shannos style dancing which was again bringing the circle back yes yes and and again what uh, it, 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 lot that music travelled in obviously a much less formal manner uh, post the famine by way of emigration when Irish people left in the coffin ships uh, and ended up all over the United States and in Canada mm-hmm. but they brought with them a piece of their culture they didn't realise it because they were more preoccupied and rightly so with the, their physical possessions which were very limited mm-hmm. limited amounts of money one suitcase of clothes and nothing else mm-hmm. but in their heads and in their hearts they brought their culture and they brought it to all sorts of places and that influence is 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 there to this day in 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 so many places and i think the same is also true in terms of music from other countries whether it's scottish music or Scottish poetry, or whether it's Chinese music, Japanese music. We have uncovered in, in the archives in Clada uh, a famous Korean music, and I won't try to pronounce the, the musical instrument he played, but these were recordings made by him, and he was a very famous musician in, in Korea. They've never been released, and we're, we've, been, we've been in touch with the cultural section of the Korean embassy to see if we can have them released. So, it's a fusion, and in the same way as an Irish, a young Irish man marries uh, an American or a Chinese girl or whatever, that kind of fusion and that, and it's always progress. Uh, and Paddy, Paddy Maloney was, he was, a, he, was a, he was, he was a musical pioneer. He said, he always said, uh, just make sure you say a musical pioneer. Um, and he was an, he was an adventurer. Um, and you know they hooked up with all sorts of people in all sorts of ways. I came across a very interesting item in the Tad archives of um, uh, a letter from Peter Sellers, who sat with Sean Connery one night, uh, listening to Paddy Maloney play into the early hours. So the reach is very far and very wide. And <laughs> might, dare I say it, Austin, what you're doing, you're also a carrier. And carrying, carrying, carrying a tradition, carrying the narrative, carrying the history, carrying the music and the new releases, and it's 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 always evolving. Uh, sometimes I'm asymptomatic, though. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> but James, last no. time, last time you and I talked on the air, you were in Dingle, and the reason I refer to that was is because other voices is going on at the moment in Dingle and of course that's a tremendous platform for the Irish music uh, 
genre, the, the emerging artists. And uh, many of the people, and I know Imelda May is on, uh, and collaborated with the Chieftains, but an awful lot of people who ultimately ended up becoming, and I use the term loosely, mainstream, got a break at the likes of other voices. And it's that wealth of uh, culture that comes out of Ireland that is epitomised by the chieftains. But where I want to come back to is, I know when you and I talked last, you were saying that you had this wealth of archives in the vaults of the Bank of Ireland there in College Green, and that you were going to go start working your way through them. Um, have you been able to get some of the analysis done, and how is that project looking? Well, the two albums that are in the pipeline currently are one, there was an album released in, I think, 1992, uh, and it was a collection of uh, original recordings made on the Blasted Islands in the 1950s before the inhabitants left, left the island. So those original recordings from the 1950s are intact. We're going to re-release them uh, sometime in the first quarter of next year. But not just that, we've also uh, found, discovered, or went out looking for descendants of those musicians themselves who are, now, who are also musicians t currently, and we've asked them uh, uh, we, we've, we've asked them to record some new old tracks so we're keen not to just release old archival material that will be there but we want to bolt on what's happened since and interpretations since then and the second project uh, that we're working on is the uh, Patrick Kavanagh and you'll recall being taught him by Father Cassidy in, in, in Garbley <laughs> College um, Patrick Kavanagh's recordings were made were released by Clavica in the 1960s. They were recorded shortly before Patrick Kavanagh's death. We're going to, we have all those original recordings. We're going to release all those recordings. But in addition, we're also, we're also currently recording some well-known Irish people reading their favourite Patrick Kavanagh poems. So we've Liam Neeson, Gabriel Byrne, uh, Hosier, Imelda May, Rachel Blackmore, the jockey, mm -hmm. uh, and we have uh, and we President Higgins. Fantastic. So we want we want to keep it alive by not just say, well, here's something that was released 50 years ago, take it or leave it. We'd like to bolt on something new and new interpretations, and I think that's the onus that's on us, not just to be uh, regurgitating. That's not a great description, but to be just re-releasing. I think we need to interpret and we must um, and also most importantly of all Clada must sign some new young artists James on the um, three CDs that are in the package and the, and the DVD what is it on it first of all what was the earliest recording of the Chieftains uh, that you're aware of and is it on, available on that collection and what was the last recording of the Chieftains and is it available um. Off, off the top of my head, I don't know the title of the first one, but the very first one is there, and some of the more recent ones on there, I don't know if the most, if the most recent one. And again, the chieftains were various people at various times. Yeah. What we've most endeavoured to do is, the one constant in the chieftains was Paddy Maloney. 
he was probably the only constant because you had uh, uh, well, Sean Malloy more recently yeah. uh, you had Sean Potts what we've endeavoured to do on this album and what Hadi was very keen to do was to make sure that every person who played in the Chieftains is included somewhere on at least one track fantastic fantastic now, I'm going to switch gears slightly again before we wrap up, because I know you are working on uh, writing uh, the History of Ladder Records, and we will mention that you uh, had, uh, we talked to you previously about the bee's knees, uh, your interest in beekeeping, and that was fantastic. And uh, that wonderful book you gave me, Omi Island, uh, we did go to Omi, and we drove across the sand, and uh, Good drove, up the, drove up the one-way street, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and found a gateway to reverse in to come back down the, the opposite direction yeah. um, and a wonderful experience and a wonderful book So, but you're currently working on the history of Tladder Records yes and it's 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 a daunting project simply because there's so much material in the archives the photographs are magnificent I came across a photograph two days ago of Garrett Brown linking in a very tall, elegant lady into a Rolling Stone concert in the late 1970s. And her face was familiar, but she was wearing sunglasses. And I, was, and I looked a bit more closely, and it turned out to be Jerry Hall. Uh, and the photographs are very extensive. The letters are very extensive. The book is... It's, it's actually... I'm finding it very, very challenging because of the amount of material that's there and I really can only I, I really will only be able to scratch the surface and I, as I keep saying if the book is not successful there'll be only one person to blame and that's me because it won't be the shortage of material in any shape or form whether it's letters or contracts or notes or photographs but it, it's I must say it's very interesting and it's very it's very, very it's it's an exciting project because I think it it's an important chapter in in Ireland's cultural history and I think from that point of view it, it does have an importance James we're going to wrap up and I'm going to share some music from the albums and what I'm selecting is some of the one tracks that were recorded at Massey Hall in Toronto oh, wonderful. Uh, because again the albums are reflective of the global reach that the Chieftains had uh, recordings from Belfast, from New York, uh, Ireland, China, uh, London, all over the place, Boston. Uh, so uh, we're, I'm, I'm zoning in on Massey Hall. Um, you are in New York at the moment. You're busy at the Irish Centre there, um, doing a little bit more work. Uh, hoping that the Irish Centre, in its new format, and it's an amazing, amazing facility now, what they've done is, is quite incredible. I'm trying to see if we can do something that would showcase again uh, the Clada archive, and maybe and not just the Clada archive, but maybe to bring on some 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 new artists. I'd, I'd be hopeful that we might be able to uh, get Gabriel Byrne and maybe Liam Neeson and others uh, and others who are not just Irish to put an evening together where we can have readings and performances that would give uh, would showcase uh, what, what, what is here and, and b 
by the way, in relation to the, the, the Clad album, please, uh, in whatever way you deem it appropriate, uh, I'd be delighted if you have a, have like have a competition, uh, and we can we can we can uh, we can have a, pa- a package for the winner uh, uh, sent to them before Christmas. Well, what we'll do is we'll run it through the app and we'll we'll ask a few pertinent questions. All right, that uh, maybe I have only one correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's a great idea. Keep it simple. Keep it. Uh, and, and we will work through that. But again, it's a yeah. wonderful opportunity to give someone a Christmas gift. If, if anyone is interested, where can they get their hands on it? Uh, on, on Amazon or the Cladu website. Uh, the Cladu website is probably better in that I think we can get a delivery quicker. Okay. Uh, and uh, if, 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 if anybody has any difficulty uh, th- and that they're in contact with you, please pass on my details and we get anything shipped uh, ASAP. And the website for Cladu Records is? CladuRecords.com. Uh, Dot com and it would be go through your amazon.ca or would you need to go to amazon.com or .ie uh, amazon.com will, will, will is probably the more appropriate excellent James Morrissey has been great reconnecting chatting with you Austin, I'm delighted to talk to you and, and, and wishing you and yours uh, and all your listeners uh, a, 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 very, a very happy Christmas and, it, and thank you for your interest and your support it, it really is it's very encouraging that that there are great ambassadors like you doing what you do uh, for, for Ireland and, and the connectivity and connecting people with people it's, 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 it's wonderful and well done the check is in the post James <laughs> leave it to next year <laughs> uh, this is the Chieftains from Massey Hall you're listening to Irish Radio Canada it's from abroad <laughs>